0: Shalom. Thank you for coming. Before we begin our memorial service, Holocaust memorial service, one another said announcement. On Tuesday, a gunman opened fire on the last day of classes at University of North Carolina, Charlotte. Two students were killed. Another four wounded. If you would like to, to send a word of support to the students, to the university, you are welcome to sign a card at the back after chapel. So please do. Another announcement. Today is Holocaust Memorial Day. How fitting it is that on the day we remember what blind hatred can do, we, a CLU family, come together to celebrate our diversity on campus. If you can, please join us for Campus Walk at 315 at the Swanson Building, or come to Kingsman Park between 315 to 7 p.m. And this is the best answer we can give to all hatred around. Be together, support each other, celebrate with each other. Gather today as people of faith, remember the Holocaust, in which third of our people, two-thirds of European Jews, six million people, among them one and a half million children, were gassed, burned, and cruelly murdered just for being Jewish. These six Candles represent the six million Jews. This is not an arbitrary number. Seventy-four years have passed from the end of the Holocaust and the world becoming aware of its horrifying results. But the blind hate is still the same. Last Saturday, hatred hit again. Jews were targeted on their holiday, Passover, and the Sabbath in a synagogue during a Yizkor, a remembrance prayer. Historically, Jews were hated because they were different. For thousands of years, Jews were the archetypal other, non-Christian, in Christian Europe, non-Muslim, and Muslim Middle East. We are all other, different, unique. That is what makes us human. A society that has no room for differences has no room for humanity. The hate that begins with Jews Never ends with Jews. Wherever you find anti-Semitism, there you also find threat to liberty. No free society was ever built on hate. To defend a country, we need soldiers. But to defend ideals such as sanctity of life and human dignity. We need education. Judaism stresses the importance of telling our heritage. Survivors of the Holocaust have been parents and grandparents passing down their stories to the young generation. Until now, survivors were able to tell their stories to be witnesses. From this generation on, it is our holy duty to keep their memory alive, for the sake of their humanity for their sake and humanity's sake. Never again we swore after Auschwitz, and through remembrance and education, we, people of all faiths. Could work together to affirm the human power to defeat evil. And so, on this Yom HaShoah, Holocaust Remembrance Day, we commit ourselves to one simple act, his core, to remember. With the souls of the victims bound in the bowed of everlasting peace life through remembrance. Amen. Exalted, compassionate God, grant perfect peace in your sheltering presence among the holy and pure to the souls of all our brethren, men, women, and children who were murdered by the Nazis. May their memory endure inspiring truth and loyalty in our lives. May their souls thus be bound up in the bond of life. May they rest in peace. Amen. For evil to flourish, it only requires good men to do nothing. I had no real communication with anyone at the time, so I was totally dependent on God and he never failed me. Dayat Iman, things we couldn't say.
1: Escape was not our goal, since it was so unrealistic. What we wanted was to survive, to live long enough to tell the world what had happened in Buchenwald.
2: Six million of our people live on in our hearts. We are their eyes that remember. We are their voice that cries out. The dreadful scenes flow from their dead eyes onto our open ones. And these scenes will be remembered exactly as they happened. I don't want to have lived in vain like most people. I want to be useful or bring enjoyment to all people, even those I've never met. I want to go on living even after my death. Anne Frank. I grew up in Brooklyn, and my parents were Holocaust survivors, so they never taught me anything about nature, but they taught me a lot about gratitude. Louis Schwartzberg. Hello everyone, my name is Sophie Katz, and I'm the president of Hillel here on campus. I'm here today to pay tribute to the six million Jewish lives that were lost in the Holocaust. I am also here to share with you a story of a survivor. My grandparents are Holocaust survivors, and I'm very honored to be able to stand here today to tell you the story of my grandmother, Frances. These are some of her words about what she went through during this tragic event. I was born in narrow Poland in 1933. Like many others, my birth records were destroyed in the war. We celebrate my birthday in November, but I do not remember my exact birth date. I was five years old, living in a one-story house with my parents and six of my seven siblings. My father, Nachman Greenberg, mother Scheindel Greenberg, and my siblings, Irving, Fayga, Sarah, Paul, Jack, and Arthur. My oldest sister, Bluma, lived with her husband and daughter elsewhere in Poland. I am the youngest. On the first day of the Germans' invasion, I went with my older sister, Feige, to the shoemaker to have a new shoe made for her. On our way home, we saw German planes bombing our town. Frightened and terrified, we ran and hid under a nearby porch until the bomb stopped falling. Shortly after, I learned my home had been bombed by German planes. By the time we made it back, our house was in disarray. My family was scattered and disoriented. My father, Nachman, was an Orthodox Jew who prayed daily. Despite the events around us, his daily rituals did not stop. Unknown to me, not long after the conclusion of his morning prayers, my life would change forever. My father came to my mother and said, I am going to check on our cow back in town and I will bring some milk back for the children. My father did not return that night or the next day. My mother went back to town where a neighbor pulled her aside and told her in Polish, your husband is in heaven now. We traveled around to several other countries where we survived for the duration of the war. Fortunately, I had an uncle, Sam Serber, who had moved to the United States many years before the war. He sponsored me and my family to come live with him in the United States. In June of 1949, we came to the United States on an American Navy ship through Ellis Island. We were mentally and physically devastated. We had nothing but the clothes on our backs and each other. We spoke zero English. While it was difficult, I made an amazing life for myself in America. I have three wonderful sons, Norm, Barry, and David. I have several wonderful grandchildren and a great grandchild on the way. My husband, Sid, passed away 16 years ago, but he is always in our hearts. He was also a Holocaust survivor. Sid and I made a life for ourselves here in America from nothing. We choose to look at our Holocaust experiences, while horrible, as part of who we are. We were some of the very fortunate ones to survive, and we were able to make an incredible life for ourselves in America. The Holocaust is something to never be forgotten, and it is important to tell the stories of survivors while they are still around to tell them. Had it not been for the crucial decisions made by my family during the war, I would not be here today to share their story. I'm so grateful for the life I have been given, and I am grateful I've been able to share this story with you all. Thank you.
1: Generous thanks to Rabbi Jonathan Sachs for this prayer. Today on Yom Heshoah, we remember the victims of the greatest crime of man against man. The young, the old, the innocent, the million and a half children, starved, shot, given lethal injections, gassed, burned, and turned to ash, because they were deemed guilty of the crime of being different. We remember what happens when hate takes hold of the human heart and turns it to stone. What happens when victims cry for help and there is no one listening. No one at all. What happens when humanity fails to recognize that those who are not in our image are nonetheless in God's image. We remember and pay tribute to the survivors who bore witness to what happened and to the victims so that robbed of their lives they would not be robbed also of their deaths. We remember and give thanks For the righteous of the nations who saved lives, often at risk of their own, teaching us how in the darkest night we can light a candle of hope. Today on Yom HaShoah, we call on you, Almighty God, to help us hear your voice that says in every generation, do not murder. Do not stand idly by the blood of your neighbor. Do not oppress the stranger. We know that whilst we do not have the ability to change the past, we can change the future. We know that whilst we cannot bring the dead back to life, we can ensure their memories live on and that their deaths were not in vain. So on this Yom Heshoah, we commit ourselves to one simple act, core. remember. May the souls of the victims be bound in the bond of everlasting life. Amen. I invite you to stand as we sing our closing hymn.
0: Go in peace and bring peace to the earth. Amen.